You are listening to Absent Minded, brought to you by HabsEyesOnThePrize.com. Attention sports fans. Are you a fan of an NFL team? Would you love to attend your favorite team's week one game? Well, you're in luck. Fans First Sports Network is giving away four free tickets to the week one NFL game of your choice up to $5,000. The rules to enter are simple. Step one, go to contest.fansfirstsports.com. That's contest.fansfirstsports.com and fill out the appropriate information. Step two, find us on Facebook, Fans First Sports Network, and like our page. That's it. Once you've done that, you've officially been registered to win the four free tickets to any week one NFL game. What are you waiting for? Go enter for your shot at seeing your favorite team in action. Contest ends on September 4th. Hello and welcome to the Top 25 Under 25, another absent-minded episode. It's me, Patrick Bexel. We're at number seven. We're here with, I would say, Mr. Clawton, the captain of Clawton in the Nationalliga. He's a mentor to a certain David Reinbacher, Steve Kellenberg. Thank you so much for joining me, and I hope I pronounced that name right. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. It's perfect. Thank you for the uh, for the invitation. We're here, obviously, to talk about David Reinbacher. He placed seventh in the ranking of our prospect pool, um, which does then include NHLers as well. He is part of a group of four players, and I can't really name the other three. Uh, that is on a plateau, and where we have where it's more or less inside the five point, between five and six points on average in regards to the rankings. The eyes on the prize readers, you had him at number six. Uh, I had him at number uh, five. And uh, the worst vote he got was number eight. So it's a very consolidated rankings. It's a very nice um, opportunity and a very nice debut on this list where there is super talent in front of him first and foremost steve thank you for joining us uh, here at eyes on the price how has your summer been and um, good so we we start last week with our team practice all the guys from from canada from finland they came now to our team practice and um, before we had them um, two weeks off so we can yeah recover a little bit from the summer practice what we had 15 weeks i think was a pretty long summer but um, yeah it it was good it was hard and but it uh, even makes more fun when you then come back on the ice with all the guys and with the team yeah being in the locker room with everybody makes way more fun than the summer practice yeah we, we all know how it is going back to work after a summer break you, you look forward to see your friends maybe not work but <laughs> yeah yeah no yeah <laughs> It was unfortunately a long summer for you guys. You went out in the uh, quarterfinals, uh, or was it the play-in? I'm sorry. Yeah, the yeah the pre-playoffs. Yeah. It was the pre-playoffs. Yeah, yeah. we lost uh, there. Which is still a very good position for you guys, having come up from uh, the second tire in in Switzerland last year. So it's a good first year. Yeah, I think we had a f- really good first year. Um, yeah, it was a hard start, and the first ten games was was wasn't that good. And um, but uh, we, yeah, we can improve. We we learned a lot in this first ten games, and then we I think we had a really good, good season, and make then the pre players, and then we lost in the game three. Yeah, uh, but overall I think it was it was okay. 
it's a it's a good start. You also have a new um, coach, Gary Fleming. Yeah, and and it takes a while to get used to. Uh, for for Montrealers, obviously, it's it's interesting because Gary Fleming uh, has been playing in Montreal. So yeah, so I saw that. I saw that. I saw that they was there. Yeah, it's it's again our a new coach. So we we have our four or five weeks to to learn how he want to play and it's interest it's totally new situation for everybody and you everybody fights again for for a new spot because yeah he only knows the name but he don't know how exactly how you play so it's it's a hard pre-camp yeah uh, have you had any um, meetings with the fans yet i know i was in Vecchio yesterday they have a, a uh... Uh, open rink for for the fans today and skills competition and uh, Rögle had it the the last week, so so there is an opportunity there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have that, but I think a little bit later in two weeks we have a yeah so presentation. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it goes a little bit longer. And how in regards to to a certain Mr. Reinbacher, um, how was your summer? How was it having your teammate and your your defensive partner, more or less, being drafted that high, especially by one of the most storied franchises in in NHL, Montreal Canadiens? Uh, yeah, it was also for me really excited to be that close. I never had that, or I never had a a guy who who I know that good. Who make the whole, yeah, the the whole draft and this stuff and yeah, especially yeah, I, we don't or I don't saw him this summer a lot because he, he was a lot in overseas with um, the combine with the draft and then he I think between he worked somewhere in, in the states with a fitness coach, but yeah, we we I think we, two or three times a week we had a FaceTime. Then we talk a little bit how how it goes, how we feel, and yeah, to to know or to see how how it works and how we felt there. And, and what can you tell us that is not confidentiality? Yeah, it's it's hard. Um, it's it was. I think it's really exciting for her because yeah, he even know not exactly how it works there, and. Everything this, yeah, I think it goes really quick. He came from from ours, from a Swiss league team, second highest team in Switzerland, goes last year in the first highest league, and then it goes really quick to close to the NHL and see how how big it was. And I think he, that was really exciting for him and also for me and for all the, or for the whole team to yeah, to see how it works there. There's not very many players drafted out of the National Liga because it is a tough league. And what can you tell us about the league in itself? It's it's a very, I mean, it's. I think it's one of the best leagues in the world. What can you tell us in regards to, is it a strict organization league, a little bit like Sweden and Finland, or is it more of a Canadian flow to the game? I think it's not that really strict how it is in Sweden and in Finland. Because when we played once the Champions League and we see or we play against this team, they're way more organized and play really strict in the defense over and over the whole ice. Five five guys together. I think in Switzerland it's a pretty fast game with um, high skilled players. 
it's yeah that's maybe an easy explanation for the for our league yeah and and also with with khl falling a little bit i, th- I think this, the nationalliga has taken a step up in the rankings um, because there are a lot of swedish finnish and, and overseas players are, are going to switzerland it's also yeah. a very nice place to live in in switzerland so i completely understand everyone going yeah yeah also um we have a new rule last year that we can have uh, six imports mm-hmm. and then all with the khl that brings a lot of really really good imports to switzerland so the the level last year and um, yeah he, it raised right away up it was a really high level with all these imports was maybe a little bit harder for for young swiss players to get their uh, yeah a good job so that they can play and um, box play or power play but um, i think when you play there now you're you have talent only really good and and that makes it even more impressive what david did last year to to take a full-time spot in clotten and and play all games in in uh, in uh, national liga and and how what, what would you describe david's strength the biggest strength i think it was the, the how fast he can adjust the level i think he came in a year ago in the second high league and make that pretty good but i think he don't play a lot than box play or power play and then he came to a new league with a seven or six imports and he gets right away a, a spot in the power play and he had all the time i think around 20 minutes ice time and yeah what he had or how he adjust or improved in one year it was amazing to see that um how fast he was yeah to get the level from 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 all the guys in the national league to play um, against the imports that um, yeah was really impressive it speaks of a high intelligence and a high hockey iq and hockey iq is one of those things that we all speak about but everyone has a little bit of different definition of it but but as a player how do you think about hockey iq is it the adjustment to a higher league or a better team or is it how you scan your eyes or uh, and and where to where if you can predict the play i think it has every from everything a little bit so you see it by david grainbacher and i think you have or you had to have a big iq that you can improve that fast to this level and yeah he needs only i think he let last year he had maybe one or two games and then it goes every game he uh, gonna be a little bit better and yeah it's it's hard um i think he had from everything a little bit that it makes it that good with hockey iq when when we think about david reinbacher we've seen the scouting reports we've seen his play in, in development camp um and and uh, i watched a few highlight reels obviously about him but he stands out as a defensive side player right now a very secure good outlet passes uh, can move the puck out by himself as well um, is that what you have been teaching him no uh, uh, yeah I tried to help him the whole season but it was also the coaches who helped him um, every day but I think it's he's a really good skater he's big 
he getting stronger every day. And so that's he's really good in the defensive battle and can win there the puck. And when he had the puck, then he's really quick to turn and make the game um, quick to the offensive zone. That's, I think, is, yeah, that's one of his strengths, what he had. And yeah, you see, yeah, you see also last year or two years how good he, that was for him to maybe start in the lower level as a 70 year old and can there go every day a little bit more. And then so he was really good last year. And how you say, I think he's really strong, but also what you see or what you saw during the season, he played power play and every game he had, he had more confidence and he can make more plays on the blue line and getting there every time a little bit better. And I think this also this season, he, he will get a, the next step and be also a little bit better offense on the blue line. Uh, I looked a little bit uh, as, as a preset to this interview as well. Um, and I couldn't really find out, do you have hybridized on, on in, in um, Switzerland or do all rinks have Olympic sized rinks? It, uh, where we play have all the Olympic size, but now our new practice rink, it's smaller. <laughs> So it's a small ice. I don't know why we have that or why they plan like that. Maybe economy, ec electricity yeah, is, yeah, is expensive. Maybe special for David. No, I don't, I don't know the reason. But um, right now we practice all the time in the practice ring. And there we have the smaller ice. You as a defender, I always think about it in two ways. Because I'm European as well. I've grown up with the European ice hockey. Defenders coming into Europe see from north america says it's a little bit more difficult because you have to take two strides into the corner and suddenly you lose someone behind you yeah and when you speak to to defenders going to north america they say the opposite way you you have closer to the net uh, but the play is so much faster yeah that is uh, we felt it this week it's like so it's for me it's really long that i played on the smaller rink and we talked yesterday about the, that with other guys or the other defense, how quick that is. And at the beginning, you felt all the time, hey, what's wrong? Why it goes so quick? It's something with me. And then we talk, no, it's, it's the ice. It's, yeah, when you have a rebound, it goes to the board. The puck is right away there. And yeah, you have situation it makes easier for a defense player. And you have situation in who's, yeah, who's not that easy or not normal for you. But I think at the end, they have both the wingers and the, uh, the defense and the wingers or the forwards have some things they're easier with the smaller rink and this or um, some, some place they're not that easy or it goes up way quicker. How long does it take for you as a professional to, to change to, to the smaller rink? Does it take two weeks or... or... Or do you say it goes faster or, or even longer? Now, so close to one or so five practice in the smaller ring. So, um, yeah, the, five, the first five, it wasn't not that easy or not that I can say now it's normal. I, it's, yeah, maybe I think it maybe needs one more week. We have on Friday the game there mm -hmm. against the German team. And... Yeah, then it's maybe another level because everybody goes full and hard. And I think it's then you have way more battles 
and that helps you maybe then more but also for the first game it will be hard but we're recording this on the 9th of august just so not every every canadian fan is going to look for that game uh, okay. on friday <laughs> so so it's it's a few weeks in, in in the rear view mirror we will take a quick ad break here so please lower the volume in your car so you don't drive off a cliff the god of mischief is back and better than ever. Loki. 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 Wow. Great to see you again. Critics agree. Loki season two is marvelous. Great. And it's finally here. How much do you know? Let's assume I don't know much. A mind bending adventure. Spectacularly cinematic. I've been waiting for a moment like this. It surpasses all expectations. A little over the top, don't you think? I thought it was spot on. Loki season two. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. And we're back. Looking at it, though, um, you mentioned it, David Reinbacher coming in at 17, playing in the second division, getting minutes. So one thing that, that stands out uh, with my kids in, in the school that I teach and uh, are playing hockey, and, and also what I hear from some of the coaches in the SHL, they mentioned that a young player has to become more professional uh, when they come up. They need to learn how to eat properly, to, to rest properly, and... Uh, maybe not spend as much time on on, on, on certain computer games or, yes. or etc. Is that something you have seen uh, David adjusting to and, and has helped over those two years that you've been with him now? I also, it's really, he was never like the other young guys. Also, he was right away. He, he looks for his nutrition, for his sleep. He has to make his, also, he goes to work Um I think for a young guy, he was right away really professional. And yeah, I don't know why. It's in everything, he's a little bit older, I think, in the head than the other guys. He knows exactly what he wants. So maybe it makes that easier to say no to the other um, things or he's more interested in all this important stuff like nutrition stuff because he had one goal. Um, what's really the reason? I don't know. We also I drove him a lot because he before he don't have the license, so that's why we know each other that good. The first time he he came with us on an away game, he when we drove back from our game, he came back in the bus and asked me really shy, um, "Can I drive home with you?" I said, "Yeah, sure. It's on the way. It's not that far away from my home." And then he came, he called me every morning or in the evening, can you pick me up for the practice? And yeah, there we talk a lot about a little bit about this stuff, but at the end, he was right away really professional. Is this the, and it's a question that just jumped into my head, so, yeah. uh, but is this the Ronaldo effect where you have, we've all grown up now, or I'm, I'm older than you are and you're older than David, but we've seen Ronaldo uh, going on for his uh, fantastic career and kept it alive for so long due to the fact that he's very careful of what he eats and, and how he trains and sleeps. I know he has a sleep schedule, among other things. Do you think that affects younger players coming up as well, that they see these guys and know what it takes to reach that goal that they have? It can be, but I think it would be that easy for all the young players when they see him and then they do it. So a lot of guys, yeah, it's like, yeah, with eight, 17, 18 years, you have maybe sometimes a little bit other interest. And then mm -hmm. it's our friends who are not professionals. 
with them you grown up so it's not all the time that easy doesn't matter you know Ronaldo and how good he is because he practices and is a real professional soccer player and at the end yeah you have a goal and then you have to say no to something else and interest in yeah nutrition stuff and like this and um it's i think it's every every guy it's a little bit different um for some guys it's really easy to say no or to be interested in the important stuff for a professional uh, athlete and the other yeah maybe needs a little bit longer or yeah or yeah, live uh, the life how they want it's it's not every every professional athlete it's really a professional so you have to find your way and yeah we need to know because we, we've said all the good things and there's plenty of more good things to say about david obviously but looking at it uh what can we think about uh his areas where he needs to improve except for driving then well he has his license now but yeah now he have it but i think he can improve also there a little bit no I think he can improve everywhere a little bit at the end, but he's really young. But the most thing what he, I think he can improve is yeah, what we talked before on the blue line, um, um, that he's more productive with um, scoring and passing or yeah, playing in the, in the O zone, but also in the defense zone. But in the defense zone, I think that will become when he gets a little bit stronger, he is big. So when you add a little bit more strength and then he can battle harder and it's easier than for him to win the battles. But anyway, right now he make a really good job. But I think on the on the blue line in the O zone, um, there is maybe the biggest step where he, what he can do. Defenders are also rated nowadays on how they interact in the offensive zone. And, and how many points they score and, and goals, etc. Do you think it's hidden and he's just been careful to play the way the coach wants and, and that he feels secure and it might come around now this year with his second year in the league? I think you also see it last year. Um, he, he felt every game a little bit comfortable and tried every, every game a little bit more. And, but he had also the, the feeling when he can do something and when not, and where, what's really good for a young guy. And yeah, last year, it, he, they throw him right away in the PP. So he never played that one year in the, in, in the second highest league. And then he came to a bigger league and they throw it right away in and told him, yeah, you play PP. And for that, he makes a really good job, or he had make a really good job. And when I think now this year, when he now he had the first year, and now he gets a little bit more comfortable, he have more confidence, um, that helps a, a, a way more than and he. That's why I think he's more productive than this year than last year. Um, I always liked his shot. Uh, it's not maybe the hardest shot, but he always hits the net uh, for a deflection, for a tip in. Or, or it goes in because of the screen. Is, is that something he has worked hard on in practices and after practices as well? Yeah, I think so. He he worked a lot with, with our defense coach at the end of, of the practice on the blue line, different scenario, how where he can shoot, um, yeah, shoot a, uh, around the players and find a way to the net. 
And yeah, also last week we we practice a little bit on that in the first week also. We don't know where where David will will play this year, at least not officially. You might know something. You don't have to reveal it not now. Officially, so, not official. Realistically. And bear in mind that Montreal Canadian fans are a little bit crazy uh, like that. And and Cloton is not one of the major powerhouses. It's a classic team in the Swiss league. Let's be honest with that. But yeah. but it's a long time since they were very good. Realistically, what kind of expectations should we have for David Reinbacher next year? If he plays in Cloton. The expectation. And when he plays here, I, I, I think he will get a strong defensively defender who's, re- or who's better than last year offensive. He makes the... Uh, how we say before, he makes the, the game quick. He, he can also skate with the puck in the O-zone. So it's not like that um, you have a great first pass, but he can also skate in the O-zone and helps so the forwards to get really quick in. And yeah, I think he will improve everywhere a little bit more than last year and can make really a big step or a next, uh, reach a next level. Should we, I mean, point-wise for a defender, I always think that's a little bit scary. But should we look at maybe time on ice, as you mentioned, maybe get some time on the box play or the penalty kill? Yeah, exactly. That was right away in my mind. I think also he will get now the time in box play and work there on his box play skills. Um, And then I think he'll have way more ice time than last year. And yeah, and uh, that's helped him also then in, in his whole situation. And I think he will, um, how he said, a high, he will get right away a better or he will play good box play right away because he's really good with the stick. He's big, he's quick. So I think he, he will. He will play really good box play. I mean, you, you play defense as well, Steve. So box play, does that help you become a better defender overall? Yes, I think so. It's like the most time you're in your D zone, they have one guy more. And so you have to look maybe a little bit more around because you know somewhere is a player, he's free. Five against five, most time you have your guy and you have to make the one-on-one when there's the puck. Um, box play, yeah, it's like when it's a loose puck, yeah, then it's maybe a one-on-one or maybe two guys against you. But overall, yeah, you, you have to be really wake up and see where where's the 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 free guy. Um, maybe read the game, which play they have, what they want to do, because the most teams yeah they have some some options, not only one. So it, it helps your defense play, yeah. As you mentioned, other teams have, have different options. How much do you study an other team's box play before you, you play them? Um, we have all the time in the morning before the, uh, before the game. We have a pre-game skate. And then they, uh, the coaches um, show us the videos, especially box play, and how, how they break out and maybe a special place. And then, yeah, at the end, we watch maybe videos, five, ten minutes. Depends which team, how good they're in power play. And yeah, and then we try at the evening to kill them. I want to go back a little bit to, to the Swiss League in general, because you experienced it from, from all ends, it seems. Uh, but, but it is a fantastic atmosphere. The crowds are amazing. Yeah. And, and 
you must have one of the biggest derbies in 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 hockey with Clothen and Zurich. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a little bit different. I think to other countries, the on the well, you say stage. you sell proper beer in the stands. That's the difference. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's maybe yeah. It doesn't help, not all the time. But yeah, it's it, it may may it may makes maybe a little bit different that they have beer on the stairs. That that's that's it. Yeah, um, we have one of the yeah biggest or one for me the best the best derby. Um, especially last year, the first game after we missed that four years, it was an. Um, Hell of a game, a great atmosphere from both sides and both fans. It was really, was it was special the first game, and yeah, I think yeah, it's a little bit special to other countries. It's um, a little bit louder. The 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 crowd they they singing all the time. They make really good atmosphere in the stadium, and yeah, it makes fun to play. Is, I mean, we always hear this from sports and, and we're watching the Women's World Cup is going on, et cetera, et cetera, in, in, in soccer. But how much of an importance is that crowd factor? Does it really feel like there is an extra player on the ice? That is what the commentators always say. I think, yeah, especially after this Corona year. Yeah. Then you felt it the first time, how, how it is to play like in the juniors, with only maybe some people in the uh, in the stairs, and after this year, when you had the first time a full house or a lot of people in the arena, then maybe you felt it the first time how important that is. That yeah, something missing when when it's nobody there and it's quiet and not that loud and um, yeah, not 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 the sport atmosphere. It's like after this season, you appreciate that I've really how how it is to play in a full house or in in a or a lot of people in, in the stairs. I don't know if David has spoken to you about this, but in development camp, he was paired with Lane Hudson. He told me that. He told me that I I called him after the game what they had to know how 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 it was, and then. I think the first what he said he played with him and he was he was really good, amazing. It makes fun with him to play. I get the feeling sometimes that when I watch David Reinbacher and I watch Lane Hudson and I watch them together, as as David might not be that cool pick, but he makes the cool pick from, from last year so much better together. Can you see that as well? Or can do you think he has that breakout in offensive output that fans usually look at when it comes to everyone wants the next Eric Carlson? Yeah, I, I don't saw Hudson that a lot, so it's hard for me. I had to right away the other way. <laughs> I know David really good. and But when he told me he played with him, I watched some highlights. And yeah, he's really good offense. And, but I think the combination of these two guys can be really good. And also when David make his improve to play more offense or maybe a little bit better than or he improves himself to the next level i i think also he can be really really good offense but he's they are totally different players when i saw how they skate and they look totally look different so it's hard to yeah to compare these two styles of hockey together but i think the combination 
from these two guys they, that can be really really good there you have it we've been talking to steve kellenberg uh, from uh, clawton the captain of clawton and david reinbacher is the personal driver not anymore thank you so much for joining us yeah thank you You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.